Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Can you smell that? That is the smell of looming civil war in the Conservative Party. And a delicious smell it is as well. Now, the inquiry into Boris Johnson and his conduct over Partygate, did he mislead the House of Commons or not over the repeated violations of the rules that Number 10 themselves had enforced or imposed on the rest of the country? So that inquiry was found, unsurprisingly, that Johnson deliberately misled the House on an issue of the greatest importance uh, to the House and the public, and did so repeatedly, and that there is no precedent for that. In plain English, he lied through his teeth. That's what they're saying. He deliberately misled them repeatedly, that's what he said. Um, he's a liar. He's a massive chronic liar. We didn't need an investigation into Boris Johnson and Partygate to establish that. The likes of Peter O'Born, who once worked for Boris Johnson at The Spectator, has written an entire book documenting Boris Johnson's lies. He himself made clear that it isn't entirely comprehensive because there are so many lies that Boris Johnson has uttered, you couldn't fit it into a compact volume. Now, what happened is, as we know, Number 10 became party central while the rest of, or most of the rest of the country languished under lockdown with all the terrible sacrifices that entailed in order to prevent mass death. We got mass death, but it would have been even more mass death if that hadn't have happened. Uh, they found that he misled the Privileges Committee, breached confidence by leaking part of the report, and was even complicit in a campaign of abuse and attempted intimidation of the committee. I'm going to talk a bit... I'm going to go through, obviously, some of the reactions to this, the civil war brewing, what I think happens uh, next. But I'm not going to let off the hook to people who put him there and who are now trying to wash their hands of him. I'm sorry. It's actually kind of nauseating. Oh, Boris Johnson, he's such a terrible disgrace. I never saw that coming. Yes, you did. You put him in power. We'll come on to that. Now, if he hadn't resigned, they would have imposed a 90-day suspension on him, way beyond what's needed for his constituents uh, to force a by-election, which he knows he would have lost. Slightly petty. They're going to vote on his parliamentary pass being withdrawn. Uh, it's not the... I mean, if you want to spend your life going around the estate in Westminster, fine. Um... I used to work there. I personally would be, I was perfectly relieved when I didn't have to have a pass to go through that place. But, you know, different strokes, different folks. Um, how did he lie? Not by saying number 10 guidance was uh, followed fully at number 10, including the gatherings he attended. Not true. Not telling the Commons about his own knowledge of gatherings where guidance and rules were broken. Telling the Commons he relied on assurances from key officials that rules um, hadn't been broken. Uh, claiming to correct the record, but instead carrying on to mislead or lie, as we would put it in standard English. Now, they say this inquiry goes to the heart of our democracy. Misleading the House, not a technical issue, they say, but a matter of great importance. Our democracy depends on MPs being able to trust that what ministers tell them in the House of Commons is the truth. If ministers cannot be trusted to tell the truth, the House cannot do its job, and the confidence of the public in our democracy is undermined. I'm going to quibble a bit here, because it is a bit of a tightly defined... Um, objection to politicians lying that 
it, it, it's when they do it in front of the dispatch box to assembled members of parliament is the problem. But, I mean, I'm not going to go into all the egregious examples, but politicians are constantly dishonest. Dishonest all the time. Um, but they do it to the general public via mass media, often where the public are more likely to hear them because not most people aren't watching parliamentary proceedings. Admittedly, they might see clips on the 10 o'clock news or whatever, or rolling news coverage. Um, but the fact it's so t it's when you lie to MPs in the House, that's the problem. Well, I think that just allows dishonesty to keep running rampant in our democracy, doesn't it? Now, they really do go for him in terms of saying he really doesn't have a leg to stand on because they say all the evidence given to them was under oath, all the documents submitted to the inquiry being given to him unredacted, he knows the identities of all witnesses, Johnson initially declined the opportunity to give written evidence, provisional conclusions were given to him a week in advance, we could respond, every process allowed him to answer comment upon it. Now, I mean, journalists have been highlighting some striking parts of the report, including witness statements, such as how number 10 in the pandemic was an island oasis of normality, uh, as wine time Fridays continued, birthday parties, leaving parties, end of week gatherings, but they were told to basically behave themselves in front of the cameras. Um, and when asked about wearing masks, they were told literally in number 10, there was no point and the scientific advice was they made little difference. They're the people in charge of the country, guys. Okay, so he's had a massive temper tantrum about this, that he has always worn the Privileges Committee was a kangaroo court driven by Harriet Harman's political agenda with one political purpose, finding him guilty and expelling him from Parliament. Yeah, the committee's got a Tory majority um, on it, and it was set up by the House, which has a Tory majority. Um, now, he has, he, he has to particularly go for Bernard Jenkin, the Tory MP, on uh, one of the Tory MPs, Brexiteer, um, saying his personal antipathy towards him was historic and well-known. He has to do that because Jenkin's a hardcore, hardcore Brexiteer, a far more committed Brexiteer than Johnson is. Um, so he's gone and jo Johnson's accused him of being deranged, of being liars, of peddling complete tripe, talking out of the backs of their necks, um, and said it's for the people of this country to decide who sits in Parliament, not Harriet Harman. Well, I mean, the, the by-election could have sorted that out, couldn't it? Boris Johnson, you wouldn't have been kicked out of Parliament forever. You could have gone to the people who've elected you and you thought they'd kick you out of Parliament. It was the people who were going to decide. That's why you have resigned. Now, he keeps claiming these farewell events were crucial to his work. He has to ensure morale, like some pound shot David Brent. Yeah, I'm sure lots of people, including in A&E departments, hospitals across the country, would have loved farewell, like these sorts of events to keep their morale up. But they didn't do them because they were against the rules which you yourself imposed on the country. Now, it's going to be a free vote on this amongst Tory MPs on Monday on Boris Johnson's birthday. It's This is funny. Happy birthday, mate. Three years to the day since the birthday party for which he was fined. That's funny. Might as well laugh at this. It is, come on, it's, it's, it's hilarious. I'm not going to pretend I'm not relishing every single moment the downfall of this odious, deceitful charlatan. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. 
Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Um, now his allies are all kicking off uh, close Boris ally jo- James Dudridge says why not go the full way put Boris in the stocks and provide rotten food, food to throw at him moving him around the marginals so the country can share in the humiliation great idea great fantastic let's set, let's set up the logistics shall we I'm happy to volunteer my time I'm sure we could get together all across the world all across Britain some committed fruit throwers. Although they'll, they'll come up, they'll turn up. We don't need to give advance notice. Anyway, James, we'll get back to you on that because that is a great idea. Um, we've got Ben for Batters Law, uh, Tory MP. I was appalled at what I was, what I've read, and the spiteful, vindictive, and overreaching conclusions. Uh, it's a kangaroo port court. Rah, rah, rah. Simon Clark, I went to university with this guy, denouncing the harshness of today's report and the vindictiveness and all the rest of it. I mean, look, they've just reported what actually happened, which is he misled the House intentionally. And the evidence is obviously overwhelming in that sense. Um, Nadine Dorries, who is a camp icon, I'm not going to lie. Um, I can't dislike her because she's so hilarious. Uh, says the report has overreached and revealed its true predetermined uh, intentions and threatens basically Tory MPs with deselections. Um I mean, she's currently refusing to resign as an MP until she's finished conducting her own investigation to why she didn't get a peerage. It's very... I mean, it's, that is... She is... She's iconic. I can't, I can't deny it. She's, she's good value, I would say. I mean, other tidbits. Good to Harry. He used to work for him as his spin doctor. Not for a long time, because it all fell apart. I mean, he said Boris Johnson's private verdict last year on allegations of sexual harassment by MPs... As they put it in the heat of the moment, if we took away the whip from everyone here who's pinched someone's bottom, we'll lose our majority. A revealing statement about how much sexual harassment and arguably sexual assault on the part of Conservative MPs, how rampant that is on on the part of a former leader who himself has been accused of sexual harassment, I should say. Uh, Gita Harry says that Boris Johnson thinks the Tory parliamentary part is psychotic and addicted to social media, and that's why he fell apart. What I would just want to end by saying, because this is funny. It is funny. It's funny watching clearly the downfall of someone who's inflicted so much damage on the country. And it is irritating, obviously, that as much as it is egregious, his lies over the scandal of Partygate and all the rest of it might be, you know, I think presiding over unavoidable mass deaths because of a shambolic response to the COVID pandemic, I think that's something that is far more deserving of consequence. You know, look, he got away with that. Tony Blair got away with the Iraq war, including with all the deceit that led to that one. It ends up being illicit partying, which causes the true kind of downfall. That is kind of irritating, given the scale of horror, you could argue, that was unnecessarily afflicted on the country. And this is the thing that does him over. And the fact we only treat dishonesty amongst politicians properly when it's done 
in, a, in the parliamentary institution. Some might say, well, that's because of deference to institutions and important to parliamentary democracy, but I'm not going to agree with that. Well, just to end right, it's the people who put them there. Now, as the historian Robert Saunders notes, gives an example of Anthony Selden. Anthony Selden is a historian, commentator, and educator who recently wrote a furious piece about Boris Johnson, denouncing his deep character flaws that following his university days, he did not learn a mature an iota. Sounds like a completely unsuitable person to be Prime Minister, Anthony Selden. So why in 2019 did you pen a fawning piece about him in the Evening Standard, describing him as an intellectual, the most fun Prime Minister since Harold Wilson? Are you five? Um, saying he's a big man who doesn't bear bridges, grudges. No. A grudge bearer, Boris Johnson? Whoever could accuse him of that. We must let Boris be Boris and watch the fun begin. Oh, the fun began, all right. Oh, yeah, we got the fun. We got the fun. We got a disastrous form of Brexit, which he promised was oven ready, um, which fell apart under the most basic kind of impact with reality. Um, and we got a load of unnecessary mass deaths and lots of scandals. Great. That was, um, that was, that was all worth it. And arguably corruption as well. <laughs> Great. Anyway, Sunday Times editorial in 2019. Mr. Johnson is regarded with some suspicion by voters. He has an on-off relationship with the truth, prefers bluster to grasp of detail, and a colourful private life more typical of a French president. This was an editorial piece in which they endorsed him to become prime minister. And the reason that's worth noting is these people knew what this guy's like. They knew exactly what they inflicted on the country. They weren't somehow deceived. They're not actually completely stupid. They put him there knowing exactly what his character was. I mean, Rishi Sunak now, who Boris Johnson's obviously engaged in a massive feud with, Boris Johnson is one of life's optimists and can help us recapture a sense of excitement and hope and what we can, about what we Conservatives can do for Britain. What have you done for Britain? Worst squeezing living standards since the Victorian age. Terrible growth. Public services falling apart, crumbling infrastructure, growing levels of poverty. Yeah, it's not... Gr I mean, we could go on. A housing crisis and the mass death, which I keep mentioning. Well done, guys. A real achievement. So, yeah, look, let's celebrate Boris Johnson's downfall. Let's... Obviously, clearly, this is highly entertaining for the reasons I've described. Hubris has indeed met Nemesis. However, it isn't good enough. Because Boris Johnson was put there by a rotten political establishment and media establishment in this country, which knew exactly what he was. And in lots of ways, he's emblematic of them. Their shamelessness, their contempt for the needs of, of people who are struggling in one of the richest societies uh, that has ever lived. The fact that he represents an elite from, you know, full of shamelessness, the banks who plunged us into disaster and suffered no huge consequences for what they did. Tax dodgers, poverty-paying bosses. You know, this society is full of people who know they can get away with pretty much anything. In the case of Boris Johnson, he didn't. And the reason he didn't is because he outlived his purpose. They knew what he was like. They, they, they were fully aware, and they kept him there until the very moment when it became completely ludicrously ridiculous for him to continue as prime minister, and then they withdrew their support. But that itself is revealing that they can just put the media, the power of the media, if you like, that they can build him up. And when they decide he's outlived his worth, which was stopping Jeremy Corbyn becoming prime minister, diffusing the threat posed by Nigel Farage, that they could throw him away and discard him. They've done that, but it doesn't mean they can be allowed to wash their hands of what they did and the consequences that are going to be felt in this country for many generations to come. Run over. Please like, subscribe. Do support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you in a bit. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. 
You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.